The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. Brand new episode. Geek Show is me, your host, Carrie Jackson. And all of his best friends sitting in my basement studio talking about the things that we love. Yeah. You know, sci-fi, comic books, Star Wars, Star Trek, toys, all that stuff. We love it. Uh, Welcome to it. Name of the episode is Polish Up Doris. And it's a third show, so I don't remember what that is. For those of you who are unfamiliar, third show is, uh, you see, we record three episodes in a row in one day. And we drink, and so third show gets a little out of hand sometimes. Now, there's broken news coming up, which is recorded not on those days. We record that broken news once a week to keep it as fresh as possible. Uh, And uh, so we'll have that for you. Jimmy's going to review Fifty Shades of Whatever and uh, John Wick 2 coming up. So uh, stand by for that. And, you know, if you're alone on Valentine's Day and you're feeling depressed, listen. Listen to your admiral. It's a made-up corporate holiday, okay? It doesn't mean anything, all right? Don't don't let that happen to you. You're letting yourself feel that way. You're allowing it to happen. Don't. Go out and buy yourself something nice. Treat yourself. Might I suggest you buy it from one of our fine sponsors? (laughs) Open seven days a week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a discount of 10% off uh, purchases of $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, our friend David Cabin Fever. Go say hi to Dave. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South, 7th East. From Aliens to Zorn, love is in the air at Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. If you're lonely, Chef Daniel Cantu will come to your home and visit. (laughs) Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. And if you're just having groceries delivered to your house with with a recipe guide... You're a sucker. Let Daniel make it for you uh, at CantusCatering.com, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information. It's easier. And, of course, our friends Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, BlackVelvetBoutique.com. They're open seven days a week. Go and see them. Uh, It's not uh, a novelty store or some porn store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. All right. Name of the episode is Polish Up Lois. I don't remember. Please to enjoy. Earth is under attack by an insect-like race. He'll be played by William Shatner, so everyone will love him. Tony, we still run the disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> now, now this is kind of cool. I oh, dude, have you seen me at a buffet? Well, it's like a hot dog with a pimple. Looks Pamela phenomenal. Anderson going to be in it? No. It's all about girth. It's not about length. You know that. Microscopic, I think, was the word. Instead of guns, they have no, cell phones. No, that was about... All I see is crazy Tom Cruise jumping yeah. on the couch. First. I also need to know what, what's going to happen with Anya. Geekshowpodcast.com Dyson Show And welcome back. Hey! Yeah! Third show, third show. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, answering some questions coming up. In the, oh, cool! Oh, in uh, the third, the third part of the third show. The third part of the third show. Third, See, third yeah, part this, after broken, broken news. news. Oh, goes, yeah, goes, oh, you know that thing. Part that two becomes the thing part that three. you don't join in with. That's because I'm. Usually, <laughs> I, I, you can. Don't say you can't. I choose not to. There you go. Okay. Are you American or American? No, I'm. I am. Uh, I'm uh, spending time with my family on the weekends that we have. Oh, so. good for you. Yeah, I know. I'm Yo, a monster. Thanks, Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm a fucking monster. Shout out, hey, shout out to my main, my main main dude, staying Quad T Tony for bringing these jelly beans, man. Oh yeah, this, I hate him and I love him. I'm this week's episode's got last week's jelly bellies. Yep. <laughs> oh, they haven't left the studio. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's being accompanied by a fresh can of Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's, that's living the quad T life there. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> Jelly berries are like playing like Russian roulette. I don't. I just, I almost threw up again just a second ago. Yo, give me 10 random. Jelly bells, I'm gonna put them all in my mouth right now. No, no, do it. No, no. don't do that. No, to I live on the edge, man. No. Fuck it. I gotta use this Obamacare while I still got it. Come on, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, it's gone now. I mean, this, that was three weeks. Man. Was say, but you yeah. gotta check hourly to see if it's still there or not. Give me a handful. I'm gonna eat it blindly. How many? I don't give a fuck. A handful. Oh. And Jay it. gets diabetes. Don't there do it, Jay. That's how we lost Jason Whitaker. Oh, Here what? he goes. Right, that was two more. Two fouls. Now, if he, if he dies go. because Carrie gave him this, is that a hate crime? Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you got a tutti frutti in there. Those are the worst. Eat it, Jason. I'm scared. You're going to fucking show Knock off. Knock it back. It. Yeah. That's right. Oh, this is going to be a mixture of shit. Hmm? Oh, buddy. Regretting decisions. Oh, it's happening. It's like the first time you saw a vagina, huh? <laughs> 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 he wow. made, the first time was daunting, huh? Oh, jeez. Oh, he made this happen. Ooh. He's quad T. Hey. <laughs> I love Jelly Bellies and Mountain Dew. And I'm not paid to say that. I just really love them. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, uh, where there's various tech updates and uh, office humor from work, uh, along with some fart jokes. Or check me out on my podcast, The Gadget Spot, with Excitable James. <laughs> Jaron and Owen talking about gadgets, games, and technologies. You can find us on pretty much anything that has a podcast. iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, all, all right. that stuff. All Thanks. Right. Thanks. Jay? Jay's still powering through that wad yeah, he's of still jelly chewing that, that wad. He, look, he looks pretty good. He'll come, we'll come back to you. Uh, <laughs> I make that face all the time when I think about reality. He makes that face all the time. He's Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Watch me on KSL, Big Booty Mouth Off. You can uh, listen to me on Arrow, Geek Show, and The Mediocre Show, and read me in Slug. Oh, thank you. Who doesn't like cinnamon and butter popcorn together? That actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I told you. If you're the devil, take take your popcorn uh, at the movie theater, buy a, a box of M&Ms, and oh, dump them in there. Sounds amazing. I'm not living like that. I know a guy who... I'm not about that life. You'll love it. You no, like chocolate? Totally you, like, you guys you like chocolate right. covered pretzels? Yeah. Same idea. Same idea. All right, yeah, so I, okay. I like lemon pepper on my shit. Yeah. I know a guy who likes uh, takes popcorn, puts butter all over it, and then... Uh, some some theaters have it where like they have like a nacho, nacho bar. Oh, and it'll take uh, jalapeno slices. Cheese? Oh, and like no, jalapenos, jalapenos mm. and popcorn. Dang, and I was like, <laughs> jalapeno <laughs> popcorn is <laughs> good though. That mm-hmm. that sounds like it'll go through you real quick. 
That sounds All like that grease and jalapenos. No, that jalapeno popcorn is good. I mean, I mean, I know it sounds like popcorn. I'm talking about all that, the grease that Draper would be afraid of, but I mean, like, <laughs> I feel like they can. <laughs> what? What? What's pop, wrong? Pop. Uh, What's wrong uh, with uh, that? At Costco, you can actually get um, powdered Frank's Red Hot seasoning. Ooh, Shut the that fucking front good door! Too. Give so, me some of that. So you take you take a little butter, put it on your popcorn, a little salt, a little Frank's Red Hot stuff, shake it. That sounds good. I don't have a membership. Can we Hallelujah. give me some? Yes, I would be happy to. You ain't got a Costco membership? I, love I will hook you. I up. got a Costco membership. Why I don't will you go hook with me? Look at look at the chef bringing the recipes. He's yep. Lee George Cade. Everyone, two years gulag. <laughs> <laughs> two years gulag. That's your street cred, right? Yeah, there. two years gulag. It uh, would be amazing what I get away with in the gulag. My army that I raise in the gulag. Uh, Fresh Eatery, one forty five East, thirteen hundred South, Suite two hundred one. Uh, come see us while we're still there. I'm assuming we're not going out of business, but with uh, relations with Mexico, hopefully by the time this episode airs, maybe everything will have all been just a dream. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Other than that, if you're looking for commissions for some custom art that you can hang in your cell in the gulag, uh, just hit me up on Facebook. It'll be great. (laughs) I promise. Everything's going to be okay. You think we'll get Facebook access? Come on. Well, that's how they're going to keep us dumb and stupid. Oh, that's a good point. We got to report this fake news somehow. (laughs) Yeah. He's reporting this fake news somehow. How did that go, Jim? Uh, uh, Jay? <laughs> Sorry. No, I was I, chewing. I don't even know my own name at this point. That was Your that name was, is Diabetes. I tasted, <laughs> I tasted watermelon. I tasted uh, buttered popcorn. I tasted ah! coffee. I tasted tutti frutti. Um, Do you regret your decision? No. I, you know what? I feel like it was a spiritual awakening, like okay. Dr. Strange. Yeah, yeah, you know, like where he's yeah. just like, ah, the montage scene. Sure. Yeah, it, it, that's what it felt like. I'm woke as fuck right now. You had a, j- a jelly belly yeah. awakening. Yeah, it, it was not nice. Um, <laughs> yo, um, first of all, to all my to you know to all my people out there, um, happy Black History Month. I, I know I'm a week late. That's oh, how. No, yeah, yeah, we are. That's how we roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a little late. Um, go see uh, James Baldwin's uh, "I Am Not Your Negro" in uh, in theaters if you can. And then I just want to, you know, I just want to wish a happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I know it's not, you know, love is, you know. Yeah, that's this week, isn't it? Yeah. You know, love for me, you know, that's more of an optional thing. But I mean, like, it's, it's like, I mean, if that's you, like, do you, you know, like, enjoy yourself. Watch love. Actually, white people run through airport, whatever. Like, it's cool. Like, it sounds like a good time. When someone tells another person. I'm going to shine up my flashlight. I was going to say, when someone tells another person to enjoy themselves on on Valentine's (laughs) Shannon got it right. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'm gonna... I disagree. When I see white people running through an airport, I get scared and hide behind a chair. Shut yep. the fuck up. No. Yep. No, you don't. I was in LAX. They, these motherfuckers still ain't found my bag. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to polish up Lois. Anyway. I have some. After the introductions are done, I got to tell you guys about something I saw at CES last month. Well, it has oh, to well, do with airports. Let's hurry then. All right. Uh, well, he's... follow me on Twitter and, yeah. uh, and all social media at It's Jay Whitaker, Indigo Tango Sierra. Juliet Alpha Yankee Whiskey Hotel Indigo Tango Tango Alpha Kilo Echo Rod. He's polishing up Lois, <laughs> which is now a new euphemism. There we go. Is that the one that you made off Pinterest? No, that's his uh, penis. He's he's <laughs> he's Shannon Barnson. Hi, come to my fucking pub quiz, man. It's at Lucky Thirteen. Get there about eight o'clock fact, on Wednesday nights. The name of the pub quiz has been changed to Fucking Pub. Quiz. Oh no, it's the Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, and uh, change your fucking life. Made me the man <laughs> I am today. Did, did you say change your or change uh? Yeah. Change your fucking life. Oh, you said, I thought you said okay. change uh. I was like, I well, I guess. Too. I mean, do I get uh, and your? How do you know about my life? 
You don't know me. You don't know my jelly belly. You're not life. my real dad, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> or is he? All right, tell us. Whoa. Yo, yo. But, but, no, we're not done yet. Yeah. Uh, did Lingo? We, we did. Oh, yeah. I sure all did. But we do have a host. host. We have oh, a host, you oh. guys. Hi, Carrie Jackson. The oh. Admiral. Admiral. Uh, Monday through Friday at 6 to 10, next96.com. AKA Woo. the Cat Herder. Mm-hmm. All right. So what, what happened? Okay, so speaking of running through an airport, there's this new product. It's been out for a little bit, probably a couple months now. It was featured on Jimmy Kimmel's talk show. Okay. It's called the Moto Bag. You're talking about the briefcase that's a go-kart. It's, it's a freaking carry-on bag that has wheels and you can ride on it. Yeah. You pack your stuff in there, sit down on it, and just zoom along the airport. That, I that wrote is, it. It'll ha- it'll handle a guy my size. I was, was going to say that. by Wally. And it's and it's it's a legal carry on. I mean, uh, it'll, yep, it it'll, fits in, in. Wait, wait, wait! It fits up. in standard carry on spaces. Who's the manufacturer? And, White privilege? No, it's. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the manufacturer. The name of the product is a Moto Bag. But what's but great about it is it, that it gives you uh, pre-checked TSA immediately. And you can drive right through and just dodge the bullet. Well, that, is, that is white. That is white it was pretty cool, though. I'm not going to lie. It was one of those things where I saw it and I was like, if I had $1,100 to spend on a carry-on oh, bag, oh, oh, I would want one of those. $1,100? Here's the best part. I checked the schematics on this uh, this morning when I was reading about it. In case of a water landing, it is a fully functioning submersible. <laughs> just climb in the well, in yep. the compartment. And it's like Sea Lab all what, over. Now what's the name of the company? Moto Bag. Moto if Moto Bag would like, I would be more than willing to test this. Yeah. Like uh, how many wheels? This, this product. It's got four wheels. They're all they're each like the size of uh rollerblades? Uh, no, like uh razor scooter. Does the urban Razor Scooter wheels? If you did have a water landing it's, though. It's battery powered. It's uh one one kilowatt no no no. I can't remember. What, it's two point one gigawatts. It's, it's one, just one step below what's legally allowed on airplane because there is a capacity limit to batteries to yeah. lithium ion batteries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's whatever the, the smallest step below that is, and I think they said you get like six miles per charge or something. I mean, it's a lot. That's pretty cool. But I'm gonna get, sell my car. You, I'll get you halfway through LAX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's sad though because there's certain parts of the country where this luggage is going to be up on blocks within the year. That's true. <laughs> I'm telling you though, if you hit a water landing. And you go to open it and get into that submarine. James Cameron's already going to be in there. He's well, yeah. Well, checking out the San Marino stretch. <laughs> Mind your own moto bag, James Cameron. Does the urban option have like three wheel motion? Uh, no, but it's no. got it's got it's got it uh, spinning hubcaps. No, we don't do that anymore. Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> no. So behind the time. I'm a little confused. Nope. What is three wheel motion? Oh my god! I figured since ever listened to an Ice Cube song in your life. Who's Ice Cube? Get the fuck. <laughs> get out. <laughs> We're no, we're no longer friends. New album? Does it have the option where like it parallel parks itself? That'd be, that no, actually would it's be not that cool. far. Advanced. For what purpose? <laughs> that would just be dope, but, just to, uh, just to and, flex on them. And it's fairly quick too. I mean, it gets up around ten miles an hour. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Slow down, down there, there, Turbo. It seems a little fast. Whoa! I got a plane to make. It was. You're uh, right, Carrie. I agree. That does seem a little fast to ride your fucking suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, no, the I think Shannon raises valid point. <laughs> no, the thing. All right. Well, the, I think it's a little slow because the fact of the matter is the average. All right, the peak um, human being can run 25 miles per hour. Okay, 25. Yeah. Well, what's walking speed? Dag, yo. Uh, well, no, but I mean, like, if you're running, hour. if you're running late for your flight. 
the average human being could run between somewhere 15 and 17 miles per hour. I don't think if you're going to be running relief for your flight, you're going to hop on your seat. Walking, walking speed is Let's three, go! Walking speed for your average American is 3.35 miles per hour. Yeah, but sprinting. Like, if you're sprinting to a terminal oh, has, and you miss walking. your flight because your fucking bag wouldn't come through. <laughs> like, yeah. you made it, but your fucking bag wouldn't come through. I would love there to be, like, is. an engineer who, like, finds the governor on that thing and like, just, you know, takes it up. <laughs> so I can do, like, I brought, miles an hour. I brought up the website. Carrie's looking at it right now. Right, and every one of these people look fucking ridiculous. And why? I, oh, I want to see some candy. I didn't say, I didn't say hey, it. Hey. I didn't say you. I thought it. You said it. Okay. Imagine how I looked on it. All right. I'm serious. Wait, did you get on it? Yeah, I wrote it. Oh. <laughs> Wait, please show me a black person. Uh, somebody was like, it. hey, there's a Sasquatch riding a shoebox be- down the aisle. <laughs> There's got to be a black person not riding one. that thing, and it's like, I guess. Not <laughs> one. The, uh, not the, one. Video, the video, five white guys go by, and a black guy looks at him admirably. <laughs> the like, only way yeah. I, I would, you know, because I, I fly, you know, frequently. Like I would. I swear to God. The only reason I would, or <laughs> way I would ride one of those is with a t-shirt that just says, I'm a fucking idiot right. with an arrow There's pointing If I, if I saw me. somebody ride by one of those in the airport, I'd just go, I'd kick him over. Fuck you! <laughs> That's the and, thing. Their, their selling point is two main things. It's, one, it's fun. And two, give them a chance. Yeah, <laughs> give them a chance. And three, they're doing um, they're doing their best. It's basically like if you don't want to, if you don't, if you're running to your plane or whatever, you can ride this instead and not be all sweaty by the time you get on the plane. Oh, for God forbid, you'd be oh, a little no, sweaty. For, I, will, you know. I will say this: if if you're gonna have that, if you see somebody like rushing through in the airport with that, like not to make it a racial thing, and I won't say white. But it, they, sh- they should be He's, wearing. But a he shirt. is saying white. But they should be wearing a shirt that says "privileged." Yeah. I don't because ma- no matter who, oh, what culture you that's are, true. like if I saw if I saw a black dude. dude on that thing and he just rides by and he's wearing a shirt that says "privileged," I'd be like, I respect that. The reality <laughs> of it is, if you see a guy on that, he's also going to be wearing a Trump 2017 T-shirt. And yes, I got yeah. the year wrong on purpose. <laughs> make, um, make America great, great again. Or catch me outside 2056. And it's it's moto with a D. Yeah, if, if, you're, if you're if you're listening to this going. If yeah, if you're listening to this going, I need to see this. It's cool. I, I'm it t- is fun. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I see you riding past one of those on the airport, I'm kicking you over. You know, you won't be able to catch me. Not one. I can go ten miles an hour. And, uh, and, and, exactly. And and look, I was a track star in, in college. Well, and in high I know school. you're not going to kick me. No, I will kick the shit out of you. Look, That's not. I nice. want you to. I want you to look, look at these at the, fucking assholes. Exactly. I want you to look at the people. Oh, and these are, no. and they went out of their way to find some attractive models to ride. Oh, yeah. I'm it's not regular that, Americans. I am amazed that the lady's Look shirt. At this bitch. I am amazed that the lady's shirt is not halfway unbuttoned. Yeah, because that seems to be the <laughs> thing that you do. And oh, even, no. and even with these good-looking people, they, they got all, on. They all look like fucking assholes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, they're you, riding you know, a suitcase. What oh, do you expect? Guy, <laughs> you know who they need to have a picture of is the drunk pilot. Like, swerving around on in the aisle. They got a black dude. Oh, they, they did? Hey, no, see? No, you can only see his hands. Well, you can only see his hands. <laughs> well, well, he's, is, is he stealing it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just telling you, Mad. I'm going to look at the camera and be like, nope, no, no, no. Keep this in the edit. Hold on. I'm shaking my head. You guys can't hear it, but I got to do my woke public service. That was a problematic statement. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to. That was a good one, though. It was timely. All right. <laughs> it was indeed. Um, Fuck r- that thing. Just real quick. <laughs> Come on. Real quick before we go to break, and then we'll answer your questions. We talked about a motorbike for eight minutes. Yeah. Yes. Because I know you guys like Rick and Morty. Yes. Yes. Tiny Rick. I do not like it. I love it. It is my everything. Yeah. All right. Well, I liked it before you guys did. Now do, I hate do, it. do you wonder 
What's taking Hipster. so What's taking so long? Yeah, because it's supposed three. to be out already. Yeah, I same read reason this why the too. gorillas took a three month hiatus well, to re-record their next album. <laughs> no, Dan Harmon has a very simple reason for what's holding up season three. The world went crazy. It's taking longer to write than he expected. Oh, there you go. He said, "If the co-creators Justin Roiland, this is if Justin and I were were if Justin were here, he'd agree, and I would go, yeah, we fucked up, and it's hard to put your finger on how we fucked up." Rick and Morty keeps taking longer and longer to write, and I don't know why. So, well, they're kind I, of a, I think they're kind of a victim of their own success. Yeah. Everyone's expectations for season three well, are, are so, through the I'm roof. Sorry, it is so season one and two are amazing. Show it's me so what you got. And by the way, guys, we have to play the game. I don't know if I said this or not, but Egg for Christmas he gave me he got me the oh, Mr. Meeseeks game. Yeah, when are we going to play com- that? That comes with the big uh, the Mr. Meeseeks box with the with the thing on the top. I love it. I, like everyone, I'll just. Push it and it goes, Existence is pain! <laughs> <laughs> is he squaring his shoulders? God damn it, Jerry, squaring his shoulders! <laughs> I just want to die! We've been over this, Jerry! But it's so, cool. like, it's, it's a combination of, like, um. Sorry. No, it's a combination of, like, <laughs> truth or dare and other stuff. Like, I haven't unwrapped the card, but the one card I, I, I saw, you can choose by, between two different kinds of cards in this game. Okay. There's a bunch of dice. I, I haven't read the rules, obviously. But the one card I can see, it says, uh, teach me how to... <laughs> Dougie? No, teach me how to give a better blowjob. That's one I, of the cards? I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to play that with you guys. That's what you ask Mr. <laughs> Meeseeks when he appears to you? <laughs> so you got to be like Mr. Meeseeks and you got to... Uh, I'm excited to play this thing. But I just have a Mr. Meeseeks box sitting on my desk, uh, on my coffee table next to a little thing. You know, it's like a... a like a little sign that says I'm dead inside. <laughs> I like decora- I like decorating. <laughs> they go together very well. <laughs> Bird right. person changed the way I mate. <laughs> okay. That, no, I just wanted to say that. There's, there's no follow-up to All that. Right. That's okay. just that's that's it. End of line. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll have broken news, and then we'll come back with uh, your questions from the internet, our Facebook page and such. After these messages, we'll be right back. Get the fuck off that moto. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for licensed action figures, tin signs, lunchboxes, and gift wrap. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Picture it, 1982, a year before the Salt Lake Flood. Yes, we had one. 
Great films like The Thing, Blade Runner, Poltergeist, among others, are hitting the theaters. A little shop opened up in daunting downtown Salt Lake City called Cabin Fever, and they have been going ever since. Stop by Cabin Fever, let your geek flag fly, because being around for 35 years as a local shop catering to the meek, geek, and freak in in the community, it's not as easy task in our great state. Hell, anywhere. I mean, give your business to locals. Dave is a super nice guy, and he loves Geek Show podcast listeners. So just go in and, and, and just browse. The, it's just amazing the stuff they have, from lunch boxes to tin signs, licensed merch, magnets, retro candy, the perfect coffee mug, whatever. Cabin Fever is now located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. What have you been up to for the last 35 years? Stop by and let Dave know at Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Broken news, welcome to it. Woohoo! Thank you both for coming, you guys. Sure. We'll get back to the episode Polish Up Lois. Do you remember? (laughs) No. I don't remember. Who's Lois? I don't know. I have no idea. It happened earlier. I guess I should li- I should listen. I should go back in time and listen right now. Lois Lane? I don't remember. But why would you polish her up? I don't know. Third show. <laughs> All right. Uh, joining us for Broken News, of course, is Jimmy Martin. Hello. And uh, <laughs> Geek Show's best next door neighbor. And landlord. And landlord. <laughs> Egg foo. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's been a while. I love it when you come. Yeah, I love coming for broken news. I, I have a hard time doing a whole show. Uh, you'll get there one day. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I love dropping by and just talking geeky with my friends. So. Um, now uh, we reviewed it last week, but Lego Batman. I'm, I'm assuming you've seen it. We're going tomorrow. Oh, you were, you're. Go- oh, you yeah. haven't seen yeah, it. I haven't seen okay. it. Okay. So right. by the time people hear this, I will have seen it. Mm. I gotta go see it. Ugh. Yeah, you do. Saw some more scenes from it, and just don't watch too much. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not going too deep. Yeah. Uh, one thing I uh, well, I'll I'll get to that in a moment. But real quickly here, raise a glass. Oop. I know it was earlier in the week, but Richard Hatch. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Richard Hatch. Apollo from the OG BG. That guy knows BSG. how to knows how to eat a banana. He knows how to eat a banana. <laughs> We've we've all kind of met him, right? You know? I just saw him at Tango Comic Con, and he just scarfed that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Janie Fleet got mad at me for saying he was a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I met him a couple of times. He was a weirdo. Now, isn't he uh, like a Utah local or here uh, a lot or live here? He, he was doing like acting classes here and had okay. some connections here, but uh, uh, you know, so I I just you know he was Apollo in the OGBSG. Yeah. You know, so that's that that's where I knew him from. Was he in the remake too? He was also in the remake. Yeah. Yes, uh, he was, uh, uh, he was a, a politician or something. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yes, a charismatic politician yes. in, in the new one. Uh, and uh, he was also in this uh, Star Trek fan film Axanar. Sure. Uh, Prelude yeah. Axanar. You know. Uh, but here's some some other things that I didn't know or I just forgot about. Okay. Uh, he was also Dan Robbins opposite Carl Malden in the final season of The Streets of San Francisco. It was when Michael Douglas left the show to go be famous. <laughs> and so you gotta have you gotta have a fill in. Carl Malden is like, I'm I'll go to work, sure. And uh, so they call this Richard Hatch kid and he comes and 
you know, you don't replace Michael Douglas with Richard Hatch. I'm sorry, it just doesn't happen. Uh, so, yeah, that, I forgot about that or I don't remember it. I don't think I've ever seen that show. Uh, the street, the Streets of San Francisco, a Quinn Martin production. Uh, Carl Malden is a hard-hitting detective. And Michael, Jack- Michael Douglas has his young uh, ward. Oh. And he's old-fashioned and he's not. And, yeah. you know, Progressive. You know, that sort of thing. Um, go, go on YouTube. It's hilarious. <laughs> but e- even he said, he said it's hard. It was hard because Michael Douglas was like a second son to Carl Malden, who was respectful to me, but never warm and welcoming, like Lauren Green was to me on, on Battlestar Galactica. He says, even my girlfriend at the time liked Michael Douglas and missed him on the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Richard Hatch, raise a glass, 71, pancreatic cancer. All right. Uh, I didn't work much this week because, like you, I sat at my cubicle and watched two things. The world burn? <laughs> well, there's that. Three things. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid watching the world burn. I, t- I almost made my status on Facebook the other day that every, t- every morning I wake up, I turn on the CNN app. Mm-hmm. And it's like open a, like a Christmas present. You don't know if it's going to be like something really cool that happened or just a big pile of dog shit. It's usually a big pile of dog shit. Yep. Uh, so the two things that I was watching this week that I, that I didn't get any work done is this new Infinity Gauntlet. I can't call it a trailer. Oh, the yeah. I'll, I'll call it a mini infomercial. I watched that last yeah. night. Mm-hmm. As much as I loved it, it kind of felt unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool seeing them standing together. Yeah. Some yeah. of the concept art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is confirmation that the Guardians are going to be... In the movie, which you know is, yeah. has has been semi official for a while. Yeah, you now just going to be God. Everybody's going to be in this movie. You see the picture of all the trailers. Yeah, Jesus, I yeah. know, right? It's insane. Uh, the other thing that I watched this week was the, uh, in fact, proper trailer for Netflix's latest Marvel uh, offering. Iron Fist. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. There was a couple of them out there. There was one that was like the two-minute, here's what the show is going to be thing. And then there's a scene that shows us um, uh, the woman who, uh, uh, I can't remember her character's name now, but she's she fights alongside Iron Fist. She's like, you know, a, a martial arts trainer. Oh, okay. And it uh, shows her in a cage match with the, these two guys. Huh. And she... I won't say handily takes care of them because she takes some some hits. Yeah, uh, but boy, it's you can tell this is going to be like kung fu, you know, crazy. I only saw the trailer thing. The I haven't seen the, the scene. Look great. Yeah, it really looked great. Uh, debuts March seventeenth on Netflix. They were actually talking about doing a an Iron Fist panel at Comic Con yeah. during one of our meetings, mm-hmm. and they're like, "When does it come out?" And it was like March seventeenth. They're like. Hmm. So that's kind of like good timing, right? That's like the day of. And I go, uh, well, here's the problem, though. Like, if you want them to watch it, like, they're not coming to your con. Because it's, you know what I mean? Like, unless, unless they marathon it from, like, midnight to, you know, 6 a.m. kind of thing. But, like. <laughs> and then, you know, the people at the con probably not seen it either. Exactly. So, like, most people won't. And they don't want to hear spoilers. Yeah, so they're just, at the con. I was like, I think this is, it's just not, it's not good no, timing. No, it's terrible timing. Uh, let's see. Other news that we got. Um,. We got a director for the Batman movie now. Oh, do we? we just it just broke. Oh, oh! At the time of this recording on Saturday, uh, it will be directed by Matt Reeves. Planet oh. of the Apes. Oh, okay. okay. Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, of course, Mister Affleck said that uh, performing this role 
demands focus, passion, emphasis on passion, yeah. and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. So that's why he stepped down. He's, I, he's still producing, though, right? Yes, he's still yeah. producing, helping on the script, and, and starring. So I just have a bad feeling. Really? Yeah. I said it last episode. I think I think the only reason that well, he no. can back out of being a director, but he can't back out of being a Batman. I mean, they've gone through, what, three three directors now in the Flash movie? Yeah. Oh, geez. That's the one that worries me. And then there's this. I, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, our, our philosophy on the show is always wait, wait till you see it. Yeah. I just think the Flash movie is pointless when you've got such a good TV show. It really is, isn't it? People know who the Flash is. You I, don't have to yeah. introduce him. No, you don't need an origin. Uh, it's such a good Flash show. And they're in Gorilla City this week. Hmm. No, it's the 21st. Oh, is it tw- next week? Yeah. Okay. I guess they didn't want to bother with Valentine's Day. Oh, they don't want to compete with that, eh? Yeah. Ugh. But it's a two. It's going to be a two-parter as well. That's true. So yeah, Shannon and I watch that every week. And when they gave the teaser for next week, we both lost our shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been said many times on this show, Jimmy and I, when we... We said Flash TV series. Oh yeah, sure. Like you're gonna do Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's gonna happen. Well, it happened. Yeah, and they pulled it off. Uh, let's see. Here's some other uh, casting news. Uh, you, they've started shooting the Han Solo movie. Oh, Did you know yeah, that it yeah. just started? And now they're talking to uh, Tandy Newton Ooh. to be in it. Westworld. Oh yeah. I was like, I know that name. Uh, Alden Emmerich starring. Uh, you know, Phil Lord, Chris Miller directing. Donald Glover, Emilia Clark, Woody Harrelson. Did you see what? Uh, so they're talking to Tandy. Billy D. Williams said about Donald Glover. What did he say? He's, uh, it's probably something. Awkward. No, no, he said he said he's really great, but he's not as cool as I am. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know Billy what? D's gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Donald Glover's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, here's something else to waste your time with. He sounds like Adam West when he was like, why didn't Tim Burton cast me as Batman? Because <laughs> you're 80 years old, you dick. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is something else you can waste your time with uh, while you're at work and not work. Uh, Samurai Jack oh. is back on March 11th on uh, Cartoon Network at Elswim. Swim. Hmm. That and trailer looks really cool. It does look cool. If you haven't seen it, there's something else to do. But then after that... You uh, can go to Adult Swim. They are streaming all 52 episodes of the show on a loop, available free with no ads. Nice. Right now. It is also on Hulu. It is on Hulu. And I've been trying to figure out when I have time to rewatch everything. Because <laughs> when it was originally on, we didn't have streaming back then. No, no. So I just see an episode here or there, and I know I've never seen them all in order. Mm-hmm. So... Are, is it is it sequential storytelling? I mean, is there a plot? It, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's adventures every yeah, week. Yeah, like there's, but, there's adventures every week, but there is an overarching plot. Oh, okay. So because I've I've just seen a few, and I I yeah. get it. I I understand why it's good. It's just not for me, so I I didn't. But uh, it it looks great. Yeah, it, there's and that new trailer. It's gorgeous. All right, now this is a kind of a weird story. It's 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 uh, I I just want to you know caution you going into this. Calm the fuck down. Okay. Um, Insiders confirm, and I got this from a good source. You know how I am about my sources. I'm really picky. An extremely rare, if not unprecedented, score of 100 
Oh, I'm talking about, yeah. you know, when they do uh, test oh, audiences. Yeah. They do test audiences before movies come out. They give you a rough cut. I was actually in one of these. Oh, yeah? I, I got to see Beavis and Butthead do America. Oh, man, <laughs> classic. Oh, I love that movie. I bet that got 100, too. I didn't score it highly. I uh, <clears throat> Anyway, um, so what happens is, is they... they they go get an audience, usually at a mall or a grocery store, you know, yeah. and they sit them down in a theater and say, you know, we're going to show you the new blank movie and, and we'd like your thoughts on it. And they give you cards at the end of it and you fill out the cards. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's something they've been doing for years in Hollywood. Sure. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has scored an extremely rare 100 in test screening. <laughs> Now, this is beating previous top Marvel scorers, Iron Man 3 and Avengers, which tested in the high 90s out of 100. Uh, now, this is, this is where I caution you. Marvel calls from a more select pool of recruits, what it calls friends and family screenings. Ah. It's, it's a larger one. It's a larger gathering than the usual groups that, that other studios do. Yeah. They claim it's still a very vigorous testing f- procedure, and they've been doing this since the first Iron Man movie. Mm. This is how we're going to score our movies, friends and family screenings. Um, so there's that. I wonder what the lowest it ever was. Oh, I'd like to know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, how low did it really go? Like, it was like 90? Mm. You know? uh, now, Marvel does it this way to control security, prevent leaks, plot spoilers, you know, things like that. And they've done this since the first Iron Man movie. Now, because the Marvel testing process is not as random as the others, that's, that, that's what makes you wonder. But if you take a look at the scores of their others, Iron Man 3 Avengers, 90s out of 100, um, and then weigh that with what other movie studios grade. Mm-hmm. For example, Pretty Woman tested in the 70s. That's an abomination. <laughs> See? That movie's 100. Uh, I, I've still never seen it. They I've, treated her so poorly in that store. I've not either, but it's a, yeah. it's a popular film. Black Swan tested above 55. Yeah, I could see that. Forrest Gump, 88. Yeah. Which was the highest testing movie in Paramount's history for a while at that point. Huh. Argo, scored in the 90s. Sure. Uh, horror movies tend to test in the 60s, although The Conjuring tested at 91. Yeah, that movie's pretty good. Now... Was that the one with the doll? No, it's the one in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Deadpool... Scored at 96. There you go. Yep. So if you weigh that, the average numbers with the Marvel track history, we got a good movie coming. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, there's no doubt it's going to be good. Yeah, we got a good movie coming. Uh, final, uh, let's see. Oh, no, wait. I got a couple more things. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is – you label it good news or bad news. Oh, yeah, and since last week what? we got the new – because the Super Bowl was last week and a whole bunch of new trailers. Like, oh, oh, we got the new Guardians. Oh yeah, yeah, we got TV those. La- yeah, and, yeah, we got yeah. those covered last week, and and uh, they're all out there, enjoyable. Friday the Thirteenth reboot has been shut down. What? So, yeah. so if you consider that bad news, I they're they're shooting for is it next year? There's an Octo- in October is a Friday the Thirteenth. Well, That's what they were shooting for, yeah. and I'm like, they should just remaster the original. Yeah, they put just, it out there, and it would. Do do fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've just shut down production. They don't know what to do. Yeah. He's already been to space. So yeah, what do you do after you're <laughs> you <go to> space? <laughs> so there's if you consider that bad news, let me offer you some good news. Oh yes. 
if you consider that bad news... Is this what I think it is? The good news is the Halloween remake... Oh, God. Wait. No, wait. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, Jimmy, when I tell you this. Uh, David Gordon Green, the co-creator of HBO's Eastbound and Down and the director of Pineapple Express and Our Brand is Crisis, will mm-hmm. helm the new movie with a script co-written by him and Danny McBride. Oh, God. They're going to make a Halloween movie? Yeah. No shit. Okay, I'm in. And John Carpenter said he likes their idea. John Carpenter says, I like the idea. It's not a reboot. It's technically a sequel. It takes place after the second one, the okay. second original, which was in the hospital with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, yeah, John Carpenter said, I love the idea. It blew me away. Hopefully it'll be in theaters by 2018 of October. Uh, Danny McBride said that he and uh, David Gordon Green working on it. They said it's not a remake. Continuing. Straight up horror. We are huge fans of the first movie. This is Halloween's always been one of my favorite movies of all time. There's a simplicity and an efficiency to that first one that I think allows the movies to just be scary as hell. Yeah. I love that first one. That's my all-time favorite horror movie. So you've got fans in charge of that. Yeah. Which may be what needs to happen with the others. I'm okay with it. That first one's one of of the things I love is (laughs) it's not mystical or like demonic is just no he's just this force that can't be stopped exactly yeah i love it i love it and finally and finally this before we get to the movie reviews because i know you're dying to tell us about 50 shades of whatever (laughs) i just found this and i I, this this will think about this when you open the cnn app you ready yeah chris evans yeah captain america got into a twitter war don't with uh, David Duke. <laughs> Jesus. With David Duke. Yeah. He of the KKK. Yeah. Uh, Chris has not uh, shied away from making his anti-Donald Trump political views known. And last week he got into a back and forth with David Duke on Twitter over the recently confirmed Attorney General Jeff Beauregard Sessions. Ugh. God. I, I'm going to be referring to him as Jeff Beauregard Sessions because you more southern in because they kept insisting on Barack Hussein Obama. Beauregard says Beauregard. so much about him. Yeah, see. So there's that. Um, so he tweeted, Captain America, Chris Evans. If David Duke, David Duke, thinks you're right, then you are unequivocally wrong. The confirmation of Jeff Sessions is beyond words. He tweeted. David Duke responded. Typical dumb actor. If everything I say is wrong, then when I say I oppose these Zionist wars, you must be for them, Captain America. I say, I say. (laughs) Evans then jabbed back with a link. A collection of racist quotes from David Duke. Well, if these nuggets of bigotry are some of your other thoughts, then I stand by my original tweet. We can't let hatred be the loudest voice. Why even get into it with him? I know. You're not going to change anything in his fucking dumb shit mind. I know. You can't. Nope. You just got to get rid of them. That's the only answer. You're not going to change their minds. Nope. You just got to get rid of them. Yeah. So remember that in two years. All right. Fifty Shades of Whatever. (laughs) (sighs) I'm just calling it Fifty Shades of Whatever because I don't want to have to keep track of the different names. Fifty Shades Darker. Okay. Uh, This one... 
If you remember the last one, the way I reviewed it was uh, you have uh, Christian Grey, played by Jamie Doran, and you have uh, the Anastasia, played by Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm. And the whole movie, the first one was, can I put my finger in there? No. You want a laptop? Can I put my finger in there now? No. You want a helicopter ride? No. You know, so <laughs> um, I still want a helicopter ride. Yeah, right. And so, uh, so this one starts out. She in the first one, she left him. So in this one, uh, it's been a probably. I think someone said in a review that's been a few weeks. I'm guessing, you know, okay. whatever. All right, take and, your, uh, I'll take your word for it. So, I'll have to. Yeah, I'm not going to look that much more into it. <laughs> and um, so she's her own independent woman. Sure, she's got her own job. You betcha. You don't need him. Okay, that's that's. We don't need to go any further. And so she that uh, should have been the end of the of the first movie. That's right. And she so, left him, and then she went off and and got her got her stuff together and yeah. became successful. So he shows up and he just basically goes, "Let me take you out to dinner. I want you back." Okay. I mean, like it's like so fucking stupid, and it's funny because Cat Cat and I did the review for Big on Big Movie, and she loves bashing the shit out of these things. And in the movie, she actually says it's different this time. It, huh? It's different this time. Are you time. sure? And it's Kat, been it's been three weeks. And Cat leads her to me and just goes, "How? How is this any different?" And so. <laughs> Um, they got one more of these to make. Yeah, oh. Kat said if they make it into a part one, part two, she's going to kick the fucking screen in. Christ! And so, uh, what do you call it? So the whole st- I, the reason I hate these characters is because it I, to me it is so demeaning towards women. And um, there's a part where, well, I mean, I just say a part throughout the entire movie. She'll say like, "I want this" or "I want that," and he'll just go, "No, you're getting this." Mm-hmm. And like, there's a part where she actually is traumatized and she just goes, "I want to go home." Like, I just want to go home. And he goes, you'll sleep with me tonight in my place. And I was just like, just take her fucking yeah. home. No means no, yeah. asshole. Yeah, he's, just, he's a rapist, man. <laughs> and so I just, they're, they're so poorly acted. The fucking, I mean, this is a series that I, if, if I remember, I didn't spawn from like Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, what it was originally. It's fucking garbage is what it is. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, zero stars. Zero yeah, stars. Zero. Fifty Shades of Zero. Uh, the other one. John Wick 2. Yeah. So here's the thing with John Wick. If you remember John Wick 1, it's Keanu Reeves and you killed my dog. Yeah. And now I'm killing everybody. Yeah. And um, this one starts out with him stealing his car back. And then the what I love, and I said this on, on your show, was uh, what I love about the John Wick universe is the world they've created. And so like I've always said how much I love the Continental, the, the hotel where yeah. all the hitmen gather, but they can't conduct any business it's a it's a safe zone mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool i think that's rad but this the news kind of addition to this lore is this crime boss shows up at john wick's doorstep and says i'm basically collecting a life debt and he's got these this giant kind of medallion and he opens it up and you can see a bloody thumbprint bloody thumbprint and from john wick so he had done something to help john wick in the past and so now he's like i'm collecting my life debt and he's like i'm not in the game anymore like i it's not that's not the man i am and he's like i don't give a shit you know like, you know <laughs> So he tells you know him what life debt means, asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, so he, he does. He turns him away. So the guy seriously, no shit, walks. You know, walks away. Mm-hmm. Gets into his trunk, mm-hmm. pulls out a fucking rocket launcher, yep. and blows up his fucking house. <laughs> Making a point. And then, and then, <laughs> and then they, they meet up again. You know, obviously Wick's kind of pissed, and uh, and he goes, "You still out of the game, bud? You know, because <laughs> basically this can this can keep going. Like I'm not. You're fucking. You're fulfilling your debt. You know." So I'll just say this: He fulfills the debt, okay. but to cover the guy's tracks because of what he did, he puts a hit out on John Wick. 
It's a bad fucking idea. Yeah. It's a you bad know, fucking no. idea. So, so John Wick says... That won't end well. I'm killing everybody again. All so, right. And this... <laughs> and, uh, we, I know we talked about... I think Gina pulled it up on the ra- when we were on the radio. And I think the first one it said he killed like 76 people. Yeah, he had 76 kills. He had to have killed at least 200 people in this movie. Huh, like, well, I mean, it just walks through fucking rooms and pop, 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 You know pop, how it is. Pop, Sequel's got to be bigger. You know? Oh, God. And like, and I love it because he's wearing this like suit that's got like bulletproof armor in, in, in the lace, you know, lining, lining mm-hmm. of it. And the thing with John Wick is he's the king of fucking headshots, whereas no one ever shoots him in the head, which I always think they're just bad shots. But, um, dude, I've been watching John Wick for a few minutes. He's shooting everyone in the head. Yeah. Don't you think maybe we should shoot him in the head? You think so, right? <laughs> oh, no. I'm all for full frontal assault. Let's yeah. just go. <laughs> oh, God. But I will say this, because uh, Counts and I reviewed this one, and the one thing he brought up that was actually it's really true is the fucking sound design on this movie. Like, whenever someone gets punched in the face or, like, slammed to the ground or, like, a gunshot, it's, like, so... Heavy impact. Oh, so the Foley is. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I'm such a fan of Foley. Yeah, I I'm, love Foley. Oh, yeah. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd for Foley. So I, I had a good time with it. It's it's stupid, dumb fun. Mm-hmm. You know, don't take it seriously. It knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at between. I keep going between two and a half and three. Mm. So you'll have a good time. All right. You know. So just if if Lego Batman is sold out, go see John Wick too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Well, the box office receipts as of Saturday morning, everyone's going to see Fifty Shades of Shitty. Oh, seriously? Really? Yeah. People are Lego Batman idiots. isn't even beating it? It's second place. What? God. People! <laughs> Knock that shit off. <laughs> it's, like, it's like opening the CNN app. I mean, uh, I, I this say... This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> yes. I say, I mean, I'll say it once, and you know, I've said it a thousand times, Lego Batman is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And uh, that includes per- that includes movies that do not feature Batman or Legos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and it is perfect for those with kids. It's perfect for adults and children. Have you decided if it's your favorite Batman movie have, altogether yet? I have not decided yet. I'll- Allow me to loan you my copy of Batman sixty six, the movie, <laughs> before you consider <laughs> with the bat shark repellent. With the bat shark repellent. And the bomb oh. and. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. What does he? <laughs> what do you say? Like, did he? So he make, makes fun of people in the bar. Like, they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're still human beings, and can be salvaged someday. Fuck you, Batman. Because Robin said, "Why didn't you just throw the bomb into the bar?" <laughs> Fuck you, Robin. All those drunken reprobates are in there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So yeah. All right. Batman, um, go see Batman. Fuck that stupid misogynistic piece of shit. All right. Uh, anything else you want to recommend before we go, Egg? Uh, toy you? fairs this week. Oh, in New York, yes. Yep, so, so that means we'll be watching, we won't be working at work again. No, no, no. We'll be watching the leaked footage. A L- lot of stuff has already started coming out. A yep. lot of stu- toy companies releasing stuff, putting out press releases, basically. But we got our first look at the new Pacific Rim Jaegers. Yes. Very Ooh. cool. Very nice. And I have another random recommendation. Okay. CNN is doing a documentary series on the history of comedy how is that i was gonna check that out really really good okay shannon and i watched the first episode last night which is all about i think it's subtitled fucking funny <laughs> and so they're showing all these you know classic blue comics george carlin lenny bruce red fox and they, they go through you know carlin's seven words multiple times mm-hmm. every time censored 
Which I don't understand. Yeah. Because yeah. They're, they're cable. They're not, but it's, it's advertisers. But, and they say you yeah. can go on their website and watch it uncensored. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. But then we watched the, uh, this week's episode of It's Always Sunny right afterwards. Yeah. They're basically just going through the list. It's it, the dirtiest episode they've ever done. Like every word you can imagine. And they're just going through all the words on Carlin's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, everybody asked me about that. And, yeah. and I, I have to say, first of all, Carlin's list isn't officially law. Uh, it's just a guideline. Uh, and, <laughs> but, and they talk about that in the series, how like the reason FCC started regulating stuff like that mm-hmm. is because of his list. Mm-hmm. Because a radio station played his record. Played the record. Yeah. And uh, the and the the other thing you have to remember is cable outlets are not regulated or beholden to that, Mm-mm. but they sometimes choose to because of they they're going for a certain audience and they don't well, want to offend them. Well, they, they don't also don't want to offend their advertisers, their advertisers. and the advertisers also yeah. weigh in on that. Uh, so so that's how all well, that whoever's works. whoever's the advertisers on it's always sunny and F, was it FXX yeah they don't give a shit apparently apparently no. I, I kind well, of wonder like how high did they have to go to get approval for that I, episode I just think they know their audience yeah. you know it's just like you're if you're watching you know Preacher for example yeah. or, it's the only example I got right now Walking Dead's a good example they know the audience for Walking Dead isn't going to be upset by the the grossness yeah. you know the 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 blood the gore mm-hmm. so. They're okay with it. Yeah. Where, where stuff like that in in the theater would get you an R rating. Oh, yeah. That kind of violence would get you an R rating, even though there's no swearing, because of the certain types of color of blood, believe yeah. it or not, <laughs> is also a factor in movie rating. But yeah. So I've added that CNN History of Comedy series to my Thank you for list. reminding me, because yeah. I, I, I thought to myself, I want to see that, but there are too many shows, but I, I think I might have some time tomorrow. It's, so. it's worth watching. So. Awesome. All right. Good. It was one of those things I'm just like flipping cha- channels checking the news, see what the latest shit happening is, and that popped up. I'm like, okay. All right. I'll give that a try. So. All right. uh, Let's get back to the episode where we answer your questions from the internet. Polish up Lois. I still don't remember. No idea. Pleased to enjoy. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what they got for us for the month of February. Prepare this month for Logan in theaters in March with $1 ones. This month, Marvel is offering classic Wolverine stories for just $1. Wolverine's full first fight with the Hulk, his battles with the Hand and Hydra, and the origin of X-23, all for a buck. Also, the JLA returns with fan favorite Lobo as its newest cast member. The newly assembled JLA has to stop a group of misguided maniacs before these extremists unleash their own brand of law and order onto our chaotic world. Hmm... Also, Super Sons, the sons of Batman and Superman, have graduated to their own monthly comic, but if they want to survive, they're going to have to share it. The debut issue looks at the lives of Robin and Superboy and their destiny to follow in their father's footsteps. And New York Times bestselling uh, writer Warren Ellis, you know, Transmetropolitan, Red Red and Planetary, returns to D.C. to recreate Jim Lee's Wildstorm world. With this debut issue, resetting the Wildstorm universe with new iterations of Grifter, Voodoo, the Engineer, Jenny Sparks, and others. Also, the Mighty Trump Kickstarter at MightyTrump.com. Long ago, in an age unremembered, when gleaming cities dotted the ancient world like jewels, each more marvelous than the last, hither came Trump the Mighty. Trump the Adventurer. He is without fear. He is better than any man. He's great. He's the best. Just ask anybody. Venture into a world of sword and sorcery and parody with the mighty Trump by Salt Lake local comic creators Chris Hoffman and Andrew Ballin. Uh, They're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a 
a discount of 10% off of purchases of $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. Go in, talk to them, support local business, make a new friend. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Smells great, tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries third shows, what have you, go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. We're, um, we're in the building. We're let's uh, let's uh, take some questions from our Facebook page. All right. That y'all have asked us. Live from the gulag. <laughs> uh, Charity Brown wants us to talk about Westworld a little bit. Yo. I, I and, saw uh, and she said, what is your favorite scene so far? And I, the, I know my scene because it's in the, the last episode, so yeah. I, I don't want to. I, I, I will we, say, I think, I think it's probably, been, you and I are probably the same. When you finally, the scene that makes you finally realize that you had no fucking idea what was going on yeah. in the show yep. the whole fucking, fucking time. time. Yeah. And you just go, oh my God, what I mean, a beautiful. If you're going to watch but, I don't like, want to ruin it for you. But, yeah, please don't. Okay, so we can't say it. I, I just, <laughs> I, no, I was, it's a big spoiler. My, mine's in the first episode, What's which is one? not a major spoiler. Um, it's just where, um, what's the white girl's name, Dorothy? Dolores, Dolores, Ethel, whatever. I R- mean, like, rhymes with clitoris. Okay, white girl. Indeed, it does. Help you remember. <laughs> does Dolores? All right. So <laughs> hashtag Seinfeld. It's when her yep. dad, her dad, loses his shit. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. and he like. I mean, that is a great scene because he's just like, what the? Such, that was way cool. He acts his ass off. I don't know well, who the fuck. Everybody that on that show acts their fucking ass. What's yeah. so weird everybody. is that same exact scene played out in my living room last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He, know, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy because uh, I always call him uh, McPoyle. Yeah. Uh, 
He oh, plays, uh, the, 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 what's his uh, name? William? Yeah, William. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the white hat. The fact that he actually, he's actually a really good actor. He but is. Like, when he's not spraying himself with, like, Windex and shit. Spraying himself with Windex and drunk well, around drinking. He milk. was so good in that. Yeah. But, but it's Dolores' dad yeah. that, that sets the show. Yeah. Oh, when I he, agree. I agree. He leans in and he says those words These violent delights have violent ends. Mm-hmm. And that's. There you go. The show is often and like I forget. I I honestly forget his name, but like he also has some other moments later on in the episode yes. where he starts quoting Shakespeare, and yeah. you're like, it's fucking very like it's just very intense. Like I I really enjoyed his character probably the most on the show, um, and of course the. Um, what door? You know that oh, moment. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a great moment. That so that moment. Good. I mean, that's not a spoiler. It's if you, you either know it or you don't. Um, let's see. It was. It I was, have one. I have one. That with this uh, lady with the snake tattoo. Oh yeah, where yeah, she yeah. picks up that fucking automatic uh, machine gun and it's like, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Am I the only one that kind of <laughs> thought that was like, like a hotter version of of <laughs> Charlize Theron and Monster? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. like for no, for real. Like right. she kind of, yeah, she kind of has that kinda. look to yeah. her. Part of I the think... reason why I haven't been able to finish the show is we got to the episode where. Um, uh, Thandie Newton's character was standing naked, gutted, so good in, that. in the middle of the operating room when yeah. they were putting together, oh, the, uh, putting together the robots. And I said to my wife, wait a second, we need to go back through. And we rewatched the other episodes because we realized that with as much gratuitous grud- uh, nudity that was in the show, not once was it ever exciting. No, it was exactly. All no. You, you see, you see, except for that big black dick that was on that no, one. Everything, everything. I was like, oh there's, shit. There's two scenes in that show where the nudity is used sexually, right? But even and then, it's like other slabs, than that, they're slabs of meat. Yeah, they're always, it's, they're it's always all so uh, scientific and yeah. doctor like. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are, are you watching it, Carrie? Well, I'm done. Yeah. I, I, I've so much dong. I've always surprised. loved Sandy yeah. Newton. Always. Oh, she's great. Like I think she's great. She's so beautiful. And she was naked in this whole show, and never once I was like, oh, "I'm gonna jerk off to this." Yeah. <laughs> no, never, not once. No. It's, it, it, that's the thing. There's nothing about it that's sexualized. Um, I will say this, and this is a weird thing. Um, James Marsden. Oh I, yeah, he was good. He was. Really Did you ever good think that it. you'd say, "I like James Marsden in fill in the blank"? No, it, it <laughs> no, it kind no, it kind of did um, the Edge of Tomorrow effect on me. Like, I don't like Tom Cruise, so I loved Edge of Tomorrow because. It's a movie about fucking up Tom Cruise over and over and over. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't like Cyclops. And James Marsden played Cyclops. And so I've never I've never liked Cyclops. So watching everything that happens to James Marsden in this series is just for me it's just like this is great. <laughs> I, I loved I loved that series. Two things is one is just Fucking Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Holy shit. Every scene awesome. is fantastic. And, and, awesome. But Ed and, Harris as well. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. No, everybody. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeffrey Rush? Oh, Jeffrey yeah. Wright. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Holy shit. He's, He's so amazing. fucking good. Everybody's good in that show. Follow Jeffrey Wright on Twitter, by the way. I don't think it's a, a huh? big spoiler because it happens like, yeah. in the first couple episodes, I think. But uh, it's when they... One of the first times where I was like, God, it really is just like a, like a theme park. Huh? Is when they take Dolores' dad out. Yeah, and they replace him, and then the 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 day starts again where she walks out, and he's like, "What are you gonna do today?" Like that, and it's a new guy, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and just like it's a totally different dad. Yeah, it just keeps walking by like it's nothing. I was like, "This is so weird." It is weird. (laughs) I think one of my favorite parts was probably anything with Ed Harris's character is amazing, but particularly I think it's in the third episode. He's with a bunch of hosts and a couple other uh, theme park people, like uh, attendees or whatever you want to call them. And they're they're at the campfire at night, 
And yeah. one of them approaches him and says, I love what your foundation has done. You know, I'm a big fan. And he just looks, looks at him square in the eye and says, you say another word to me, I'm going to cut your fucking neck. Wait, yeah. oh, no, I think yeah. he also said, I'm, I'm on fucking Wait, 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 did you just, wait, what? I quoted Westworld. Jesus Christ, like, I'm, like <laughs> oh my God, Tony did, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, did my but, headphones just fucking He also said something like, I'm on fucking vacation. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. Like, basically fuck off. You know? And I was like, wow, so. But what's funny is that, like, I love that he's been there, I think he said like 30 years. Yeah. Something like that. Going and going 30 years. And then the guy, again, I don't know his name, I just call him McPoyle. And uh, Egg and I were talking about it. I was like, I love when McPoyle gets shot for the first time because you can't really kill the, uh, the, the guest. The but guest. it hurts. Guest, that's the but, word, yeah. but, he, but when he gets shot the first time, he drops like a fucking bag of shit. But when Ed Harris gets shot, he just takes it like, you know, like it's like a pellet. He's yeah. like, the fuck, fuck you want? You, yeah. you know, like that? And, I was just, and Egg and I were just laughing our asses off about that. I was just. I watched that every Sunday with Egg. Question. I'd make my husband dinner and we watched it. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. White hat or white hat or black hat? Which one are y'all being? Yeah, when you walk in, you're you're asked to choose. Yeah, which hat are you? Oh, choosing? black hat. Uh, Easily. I'm going white hat. I'd probably go black hat. I'm not gonna lie. I'm the quintessential white hat. What the I fuck will say. About? Yeah. And without a doubt, I would take the fucking one that Ed Harris is wearing. Yeah. That shit fucking. I ain't gonna lie. Awesome. I am such a I'd white be, hat. I'd be a black hat. Really? I, like, I'm sorry. I'm so sad that I'm gonna be in opposition to all. No, of no, this. no. It's, no, it's we're not, on the same not, team. It's not that yes. Lee. Like in the earlier episode, I talked about how very confined and constricted I am in my life, and yeah. so is there, I need I need to cut loose. Is there a gray hat? <laughs> I was just gonna say a I'll, neutral hat. I'll take the light brown hat. Thank yeah. you. I'm gonna take the red one that says "Make America Great Again." Oh the one, God. the one that's. <laughs> I'll take, Mega! I'll take the one from Red, no, Red Dead Redemption. What I did, oh, what I did hat. also like yeah. was, um, was as they got out into the further you go into the world, mm-hmm. like you get into that uh, the Day of the Dead area. Yeah, the the Mexican Pueblo. Yeah, stuff. that. Yeah. So good. I could have seen another couple episodes on that. Like I'll just say that, and you might in season two. All right, next one. Daniel wants to know what is the worst ending to a story you have ever seen or read? Any medium is acceptable. United States of America. Oh, oh. <laughs> next, next question. Uh, uh, no, Stephen King's Tommy Knockers. Uh, like so eight hundred pages King of an amazing, uh, yeah, eight hundred pages of an amazing story. All kinds of crazy shit going on, and then it wraps up in like fifteen pages, and you're sitting there going, oh, God "What damn the it. fuck? Why didn't someone give him another brick of coke so he could have finished the story properly?" <laughs> M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. He's the master of shitty endings lately. Um, the the rock band sequence of Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh. That was just... Oh. I, 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 you know I what? That, that, that reminds me of... Uh, what, was the, what was the one with the... Uh, one pi- best picture uh, about an Indian kid on uh, who's li- or, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Loved that movie. Loved it right up until they did the Bollywood dance scene at the end. I was, just like, um, I was just like, that doesn't fit at all with the tone thinking, of the movie. No, I was what? just thinking about the you know, the greatest song ever recorded from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and it's a fucking slow-mo <laughs> yeah. rock, rock ballad. That was pretty bad, Yo, yeah. what was the movie, uh, I just thought the, the Magic movie that came out, they didn't made a sequel to it. Magic, yeah, Mike. Magic Mike. No, Mark, XXL. Mark Ruffalo was in it. Oh, oh now, now you see me. Now, now you, you see, see me, too. That, that, no, because I was all on board, and then right at the end, when they throw that fucking weird love story shit, I was like, and I stood up in the theater, and I go, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> that movie should create that kind of reaction. All right. <laughs> Black people love magic. <laughs> we really do. Like, I think white people love magic, no, too. No, but like, no, your shit's not Googleable. Oh. It, Google 
white or black people reacting to magic, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. Okay. I've seen that. Check that out. All right, who's next? All right, uh, Neff said, uh, for each of the panelists, what has been your favorite memory of doing this show? Oh. Mm. So many. Yeah, too many. Uh, Shan- hanging out with Shannon in San Diego, playing Jenga, and convincing a whole bunch of people that we were on Rumspringa from Utah. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> that, fun. Is, that is my absolute favorite. I mean, and no, we weren't recording, but... You know, Shannon and I have been friends for a long fucking time, and it's like never, midnight. It's midnight. We don't hang out much. We don't have the opportunity to. But he looks at me. It's like one in the morning. Jimmy's already passed out. Everybody's asleep, and Shannon looks at me and goes, "The city calls." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great trip. I, 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 I will say, I actually, everybody's I asleep, but I passed out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was trying to be kind. Like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I will. Actually, I, I will um, I'm going to piggyback off that. Yeah. All right. Uh, that fucking van trip, man. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, going down there? Going down, down there? <laughs> going down there to that fucking, like, and uh, God damn it, I wish this was, re- it was recorded. Yeah. The whole fucking Dr. two Reefer. hour long Dr. Reefer yep. fucking rant. You know? <laughs> Jay was asleep for. I was, just, I was knocked he was the fuck out. out. He, like, he and Meyer are in the back that, seat. That, just that, almost, that almost got us into Southern California. I mean, it started half an hour out of Vegas, the first Dr. Reefer billboard. And it oh, went, we were stuck in traffic. Yeah. It went well past Baker. <laughs> It was so funny, like I, and it was like, evil. and it was like during it was kind of, let's let's just say it, it was during a fucking Brutal hard time. time for us, you know. Yeah. Yep. But like being in that van with you guys and doing that, and just being like, Doctor Reefer, Doctor Reefer, I have a food ghost. In I got my a house. food ghost in my house. Every time I use your product, <laughs> I wake up and all my food is gone. <laughs> I've got I've got so many memories that like immediately came to mind. Um. Like one of the okay, um, one of the first things that popped in my head was when I was it was my first con with you guys. Mm. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. I was nervous about interviewing Drea De Mateo, and yeah, none of you guys had checked in, but Jeffy had checked in, and he yeah. was right next door to me, and so I was like, dude, how the fuck do I even do panels? Like, I I flat out told him, I'm like, I shouldn't be here, <laughs> like I, I just shouldn't, like, and he's just like, relax, calm down, and he's like, you're gonna have a good con, and like, and it just and everything just worked out. Um, I, I'm sorry. There's these are all like ties, and I'll I'll, I'll keep it quick. Um, the Mr. B benefit that we did at Wise Guys, that was good. Um, that was really cool. Like for you guys at the time when Wise Guys was at Trolley Square, you know, for those who don't uh, that don't live in Utah, and that's a comedy club out here. Um, there was original location that was a old. It was a old Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, yeah. and I had never seen it packed. Like that before, like I mean, I like you guys, maybe you know, like, but me coming into the comedy club every week and and um, but I never seen it packed like that, and it made me realize that the the impact that this show had, the impact that Shannon had, and just like the cool bond, like I was new to I was new to the team, and it was just like, but we're willing to stick our necks out for each other, and. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else? I'm that was one of my. That's one of my weirdest and oddest memories. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But, but also awesome, you know. Oh, the real big fish concert. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a chance to see Carrie Jackson dance. <laughs> me and me and Carrie Jackson uh, dancing in the in the skanked? back. Yeah. Nice. We did, and it, it, it was just I don't know. Like, there's so many great. Like a lot, you guys. I mean, great moments happen for our listeners. Great moments happen on when these microphones are on. But countless memories happen 
on the on the on the times where the mic is off. You know, like it, it, oh God, we 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 have fun. Like it is a it is a legit brotherhood, and uh, you know, sisterhood. I mean, like it's yeah, it is a sisterhood. Like it's such an ex- like there's such an ex- we love our family. sisters. Power to the people. Well, no, I'm just saying there's such an extended. <laughs> I love my traveling family pants. that goes out like. <laughs> Beyond the people sitting at the table, yeah, right now, you know, absolutely. I think mine. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit further back. Uh, was the super show we did at Brewies? Oh yeah, with, that was cool. With mediocre show, yeah, that was fun. That was. Awesome. I think that was one of our greatest. I don't shows remember ever. that. You yeah, don't. You don't. Uh, <laughs> you you don't. do not. You're drunk that. on blueberry, blueberry vodka. vodka. Hey, you know, it's the first time and the last time in my life that I drank most of a fifth of vodka in one shot. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> that was just a good one. All it right, was, so, it was um, good. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, I got one. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, It was probably either the Mediocre Show or the first Salt Lake Comic Con when we had our own panel. And I was like thinking to myself, this is a really big room. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was standing room only. And I was like, holy cow. Which (laughs) is awesome. I will say, yeah, I agree with you. Like some of the highest points I think are our live shows. I couldn't believe. All of our live shows. Like I had had low expectations, honestly. I was like, everyone's here to see like the real famous people. You know, what are they going to care about this podcast? And then we filled the room. It was just like, wow. Yo, y'all remember that one time that Tony said the F word on the podcast? (laughs) Oh, that was good. (laughs) That shit was crazy. And actually, can I, like, uh, one of the times, and I always think back to this, because it's like why I should have had a fake name from the very start. Yeah. Remember, like, the first episode we ever recorded, Karen? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're sitting there, and we go, "You're you're like, I don't know, maybe 200 people. Are gonna download this thing next day because, like, back then we would record one a week. Yeah, right. Uh, we released the first one, and you're like, five thousand people <laughs> downloaded this thing, and we're just like, oh, what? <laughs> huh? What are we at now, download wise? Uh, it varies check. from week to week. Uh, uh, close, I'm just saying, like, fifteen people, <laughs> at least fifteen, and we lose them every week as we bitch about Trump. Yep. But no, um, no I don't know. I just say I, the people that listen to the show are so fucking cool. They're dope. Yep. Yep. You know, absolutely. And, and yep. The best. My least favorite uh, moment on the show is when we played Family Feud, and you oh, guys shut the <laughs> fuck up about that. Yeah, I still celebrate my victory. Uh, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> Anthony wants to know: uh, Modern movies are great, but do you guys have any favorite early, like sci-fi movies from the fifties and sixties? Mm. I immediately would go Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet's good. Um, moves a little slow for some people. Uh, the War of the Worlds I brought up yeah, the last that episode that was, the first that was good. Thing that popped up. Um, I I still say one of the best, and I'm not just categorizing it as sci-fi. One of the best movies ever made. The original Planet of the Apes. Oh. So good. Sure, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Go uh, back and watch that. Um, for me, it's Godzilla movies. Yeah. Uh, like the, like the older movie. Godzilla movies. One, because I watched them in the Westerner Club, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> eating, eating fucking microwave sandwiches with old brummies that were up at 9 o'clock in the morning drinking at the Westerner Club. <laughs> Which right? is awesome. Uh, the Andromeda Strain. From I think 1971 is an early, early, early Crichton movie. I said and, 50s uh, or 60s. Oh uh, well, I'm going to say early <laughs> 70s. Uh, but from the 60s, there was a science fiction movie, and I think Shannon and Carrie might remember this one because it showed up on Channel 20 during their Chiller Theater. There's a movie called The Green Slime. Yeah, yeah. And it was about this green slime that impacted on a space station, and it had like this acid rock soundtrack, and and the green slime was killing all these guys. And oh god, it was terrible, but I loved yep. it so much. <laughs> 
I, right. got, I got nothing on nothing? I got nothing I was, I, yeah, me, Kids table was like yeah. Nah we good <laughs> There were movies before 1985 yeah. Shut up you <laughs> They were talking pictures Oh uh, let's see Skylar wants to know What is your favorite movie ending Movie ending Yeah Whether, um, whether sad or cathartic or Pacific what? Rim And or Rogue One Cause for me Rogue One is a great fucking ending of a movie Yes true. because I, I'm sorry I don't I if I'm going to see a throbbing dick of an action movie, I don't want a fucking love story. Yeah. And the second yeah. I the second I even feel that shit, and and Shannon was sitting right next to me in the, <laughs> the middle of Rogue you One. Feel the, the throbbing dick? No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt the, the, I felt Shannon's throbbing dick through the entire movie. No, but Whoa. what? No, that but I mean, like, the second I even and this is just because I'm dead inside it and emotionally disconnected as a person. But like, I just don't want to feel. Like Pacific Rim ended perfectly for me. Perfectly. And they cut they cut the love scene out of that. Like it's in the novelization. I know, and they, I heard they, that. they reach forward and kiss. And Guillermo del Toro when they shot the scene, and he's like, "Nope, we're just gonna end it, it with their friends." Ended perfectly as they should be. I mm-hmm. w- I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, and it's maybe a different take on the question, but something that I love that any movie does, and any short film that I ever directed myself, I did it, uh, is when. It, the, the the end of the movie's coming to an end, you know, coming to an end, and it just goes, bam, like that, and it shows the fucking title of the movie. That's why I always do with my movies, like uh, Lion, like, Lion King does it, or Inception. Mm-hmm. Inception, I think, does it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the movie called Bicentennial Man with Robin Williams does yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's just one of those things where I, I don't know what it is, but every time it, a director does that, I get fucking chills every time. And so, just, train, train spotting. Oh yeah, yeah. To me, me train spotting is the absolute best ending of a movie I've ever seen. I'm it's excited just... for the next one. Right. Yes, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to say Shawshank Redemption. Okay. It's a good one. The yeah. ending of that movie, it's way better than uh, Stephen King's actual ending that he wrote for the short story. You know, what's weird is I feel like you and I could be in like a, our own version of Shawshank. If they were to do a sequel, it would be me and you. I get to be Andy. You get to be Red. Yeah, nice. like, we, that shit would be dope. Yeah, Rock and Roll um, had a good for ending. me. It's the Mist. Oh yeah. The fucking mist. Man. Oh yeah, the mist that had such a hardcore ending that it was actually more hardcore than the ending Stephen King wrote. Yes. Yeah. The, he actually like, I want to change that, and uh, and Stephen King goes, No. Oh that, yeah. no. He said Stephen King was like, Oh yeah, that's better. Yep. Yep. Pop, Holy pop. pop pop, and then that's the when a, fucking army rolls in. Yep. Yeah, that's one of the right. That's one of the differences the between like Stephen King and like someone like uh, Frank Darabont. Yeah, Frank Darabont was like. Yeah, you can you can change the story a little bit if you want, or or like uh, Alan Moore freaks out if anything's done actually at all mm-hmm. with his stuff. And the other one for me is the Crossing Guard. I don't remember that one. It's uh, that Jack Nicholson movie where mm. it just ends with him fucking shattered and broken. It's just like, and it's such a great, and that's just how it ends. It's like such a great wordless um, performance. Okay, I'll bring back Planet of the Apes again, the original. Classic ending. They oh, blew yeah, it well, the best. Um, Jaws. Yeah. Has a great ending. <laughs> Just kicking away. <laughs> I used to hate the water, he says. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blues Brothers. Yeah. Because they they slap the cuffs on, and then the next thing you see them, they're in they're in jail performing. Dun, dun. Uh, let's see. That's all I got right now. I would say uh, Mannequin. <laughs> where they are Shut playing, up. they're playing. Nothing's gonna stop me now by Starship. I fucking hate you, man. And they hop in the Cadillac and drive away, all happy. You know, that's two days oh. in a row you've mentioned mannequin. Okay, and American <laughs> Graffiti, the ending, yeah. where we find out what happened to all the characters. And I'll say the same thing because they made fun of it in Animal House. 
Yeah, <laughs> they made fun of the American graffiti ending in Animal House, and you know also what? the end of A New Hope, where they didn't give that shitty Wookiee a medal. Well, and I'm gonna say he this too. Medal. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna say like, and we've. I'm sorry, we've been talking about lo- a lot. I love the fucking ending of La La Land. Yay! I, I like. I seriously love that last ten minutes of that fucking movie. Yep. Mm. I'll agree. I, mean, it was, I did like the ending. I mean, it was cool. I did like the ending to it because it. Cool. Yeah. it was realistic. Yeah. Love it. All right, uh, yeah. one, one or two more. Yeah, it was, uh, a, it was a very realistic movie. Yeah, that's no, another one. It's uh, on you, Dengus. Name a scene that ruined an otherwise good movie. Oh God, a Ooh, scene good. that ruined a good movie. Probably when you saw Anne Hayes' butthole in Psycho. What? Ooh. What? Yeah. Oh, her butthole. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Psycho well, was a piece of shit anyway, but. Not um, the original, the remake. The Kingsman. I'm sorry. What part is the Kingsman? The, the, now, now, I'm still answering the last question. That, the way, oh, that you like the ending of Kingsman? I'm sorry. I actually did not fun. like the ending of Kingsman. I fucking loved it. When she said, like, the whole butt sex yeah. thing, I was like, they were trying to throw back to James Bond, and it wasn't necessary, because they already had the best ending. Yeah. Scene that ruined a movie. Boy, I just Ooh. can't think of one. Oh, I know one. Huh? Okay, maybe you guys don't agree, but I thought Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, was pretty all right up until the last scene with Paul Giamatti and the rhino suit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the I'm, last scene of Paul Giamatti and the I rhino suit. I didn't like that, the love story. Yeah. But up until that point, I was like, you know what? I don't understand why everyone's crapping on this movie so much. It was pretty good. Oh, oh. I'm going to continue with the Spider-Man theme. Spider-Man 3. When he does the montage. What the fucking singing and dancing <laughs> yep. montage. And then, oh, when he's and, strolling down the street. Oh! And, and he goes dark come, for five minutes. And then minutes. he comes in front of the American flag. And let's not forget, Topher Grace is fucking Venom. I'm sorry. He should have been I Spider-Man. Want, I want my Venom to look like fucking Brock Lesnar. Okay? Yes. That's what Eddie Brock looks yeah. like. Okay? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. That, yeah. I, like, no, you're I, right. Like, I, you're I'm right. sorry. Eddie Brock was fucking yoked. No, you're right. And uh, to see a malnutritioned Fucking venom. He's not Flash Thompson with his with, as an amputee. I'm. <laughs> fuck. I, they it's fucked very, my very movie. Passionate. I don't know why this like just creeped in my brain, but like I remember when I was a kid and I used to be terrified of Freddy Krueger, like in the movies because the first ones are fucked up. But the there's first one. one scene. Ah, God, it's probably three or four. Whatever the hell one is, where his hand comes out of the sand and they start going. Dun, 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 dun. And I was like. <laughs> It's just fucking stupid now. <laughs> it's not scary yeah. anymore. Yeah. I, I can I can think of I can't think of any right now, but there there's always that horrible moment in a movie that you're really into, and all of a sudden some jarring horrible scene gets cut in nine times out of ten because the studio decided it was missing something. Yep, and then you just come and come out at uh, shit. Batman versus Superman, the theatrical release. There there are quite a few scenes where Ugh. the whole scene was cut for time. And it just doesn't work. And, it and then when yeah. you see the, the the director's cut, you're like, "Oh, this works now." It's, yep. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. One more. Yeah. Sure. Who yeah. is the worst villain ever? Worst. Worst as Lex in Luthor not convincing. Goddamn Batman versus Superman. No, there's worse. Fuck that. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> ben- Winner. Benedict Cumberbatch's con. To me, hmm. was the absolute. now you're saying worse like like shittiest? No, I just thought he was the shittiest villain because he's a good actor. That's I think what, he means like worse like sinister wise maybe. Oh, mm. you mean like scary wise? I don't. I, that's how I, I can't took tell. It. Or it's gonna say if you're going by like just okay, terrible so, like, Franklin Jell Skeletor. Yeah, well, that was pretty bad. But if, we, if we're like if In we're like worse worse that you were so happy to see one. him fucking die, I'm always gonna go back to uh, Gladiator. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, hair lip. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. He was a oh. fucking piece of shit. I was so happy to see him die. As, as far as terrifying villains. You know, Shannon, that vexes me. Wait, wait, wait. wait where's, like, what do you mean by it? Like, we haven't decided sure. yet. We're going yeah. both. Okay. We're going, like, Take it either way. shittiest. Shittiest or, like, or scariest. Scariest. All right. For me, like, <sighs> when I saw King... Sorry, spoiler. Game of Thrones. You should have watched it by now. But when I saw Joffrey get... Get his. I was like, oh, that was like oh, years fuck ago. Him. God, I know. Like it for me. Like I was, like I legit was emotionally invested in that, and I was like, I needed that. Like for me, like to see that it was a good death. It, it was better was. than it was in the books. Yeah, like I was. I I like was like. Well, then he was a best villain. Well, I mean, but he, but because no, I mean, but he was the worst. Like where I wanted to see, like, because in all honesty, I grew. Up, I've always grown up like. Rooting for the villain, and like that was the first, like him and Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator were yeah. the first two villains that I just like. like I genuinely, I, see I genuinely despise so much. That I was like, yeah, I want everything happy. So yeah, I would say Joffrey and Joaquin Phoenix, and then um, the absolute just I don't know worst villain, uh, <laughs> um, Topher Grace. <laughs> Venom. It was pretty weak sauce. Like it was weak. I'm sorry. Killed the franchise. I think my worst, like, shittiest villain is Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Oh, stay cool. That's pretty bad. I'll I'll do you one better. Uh, Bane in that movie. Wasn't that the same? And I still think they were actually just all the fucking villains. No, they totally ruined a fantastic villain in the first three minutes of a movie. They Mm. also they were also building off of the the horror of Tommy Lee Jones actually pretending to be Jack Nicholson as Two Face. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah, that's the one right there. He was horrible because here you have an amazing actor who just obviously doesn't get the part, doesn't even want to do it. He cashed a check. Yeah, and he's doing he's doing Tommy Lee Jones doing Nicholson doing. Two face. It's yeah. just horrible. That was yeah. that was the worst. Yes. I was so phoned. I'll in. never forget. I had a friend back in the day uh, who I worked with, and I brought up uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and she lost her shit because she like, liked him. No, she fucking hated him. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Was, that was. I think it's good. I don't think it's good. His Riddler was not the worst part of that movie. It was the it was the ending. Yeah, uh, what they did to him in the end that was yeah. that was that's the, the shitty that's thing. Sucked, yeah. That was the like, shitty thing. Like yo, but Nicole Kidman can get it in that. Yo, Chase Meridian. Yo, <laughs> yo. Let's talk about Nicole Kidman in Batman Forever. She could get it. Chase Meridian was on point. <laughs> so though, the, okay. The, the most the most hor- horrifying villain in anything though, as far as. I am personally concerned is Mads Mikkelsen's Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal series. So you mean good villain? Yeah, I mean like terrifying. He, oh he, yeah, he's so he's so flawless in that movie. Absolutely. And when you see or show, and when you see the the machinations that he's put forward mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing, it's it's chilling. It's that's, a hard show to watch. That's, it's it is hard to watch, but it's so worth it. It's so well yeah. written, so well acted, so well shot. Thank you, Brian Fuller. And uh, you you do need to binge that one. Yeah. Is it on any streaming networks yet? Amazon Prime. It's on hey. Amazon? Okay. Oh. Well, every every episode. Nice. Another worst villain. Um, you guys may have... I don't know if you guys heard of this guy. His name uh, Captain America. Yeah. Hell Hydra. It's fucking me up. Oh, the fact that the Cap The current is, Cap? Yeah. In the comics? It's a lie. Who's it's bad a lie. guy now? 
They need to, they need to, they need to make Captain America great again. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a hat. Give him a MAGA hat. All right, videos. It's a fucking hat. Yeah. Games. Vidges. All right, uh, let's see. The Edge of 17 is now out. Uh, One million years BC. What? Oh, on Blu-ray. Raquel, Raquel Welch. Welch. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. I mean, damn. she's not the best part of that movie. <laughs> no. It sounds like close. she's awoken something in you. I well, awoken yeah. something to my dad. I think that might be part of the reason why I'm here. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the complete series is on Blu-ray. No. Oh. Picks up in the second season. Wait, wait. So last, last week was Quantum... Quantum Leap, Scott Bakula, and this is Enterprise. Well, Scott Bakula, he's, he's killing it. It's a it's a good month for Bakula. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Bakula. Uh, if you want to see the shitty actor of Miles Teller uh, get his ass kicked in Bleed for this, you can do that. Did you know that he was supposed to be Ryan Gosling's role yep. in La La Land? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they dodged a bullet on that one. Well, Shut after, the f- the producers uh, after they twelve. 12 I'm saying they chose well. well twelve. Ryan Gosling was the one this, to go Ryan with. Ryan Gosling is not a great singer. They're not supposed to be. It's supposed to be real people. <laughs> Neither is you and McGregor, but Mulan Rouge is a magic You don't need movie. to be a good singer when you're privileged. Yeah, okay. Shut up, James. Nothing. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. All right. There we go. Uh, games? Video games. Something called Deformers. It's just Deformers. Oh. Why you got to say, like, Deformers? deformers? Is it like... Deformers. Is it like deformers? Deformers. Is it broken? My eyes don't match my face. Yeah, you know, broken broken transformers. Which would be which would be hilarious because you know there's like a transformer that turns into like a fucking Furby or a fax machine, like yeah, something not (laughs) sexy (laughs) that doesn't move. Uh, Let's see. We also got something new finally from uh, a company. This is uh, Ubisoft, famous for games such as Far Cry. Uh, Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. you know all the games that they're on like the fifth or sixth installment of because they never come out with anything new. Mm-hmm. This one's called For Honor, and it is actually new. Uh, you play a knight, like in medieval times, all right? And it's a it's a knight kind of questy game. I don't think there's any magic or anything. Good. What are you shaking your head over there, James? <laughs> Okay, you can be a knight, a samurai, a viking. You can still be a knight, like I said earlier. Can you be an African warrior? But you can also be other things. Don't get mad at him. And that's you do like, like a, that's like a dare I used like to play. Like sword fighting and stabbing and seriously stabbing knight, viking, or samurai. We'll uh, see. We'll see if it's any good. I hope knight, it is. Viking or samurai. Uh, also, Sniper Elite Four Ooh. for PlayStation Four, Xbox, and PC. Uh, I can't. It takes place like around World War Two time. You play a sniper. Uh, the Walking Dead, a New Frontier season pass disc. So, I, is that a Telltale? I, yeah, it's Telltale. Okay, I lost track of where a New Frontier falls into their order because you've got season one, season two. I think a New Frontier is like a side offshoot, kind of like mm. kind of like they do with the TV shows. You have uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Okay, different different. Uh, I finally finished that Batman Telltale game, and that was that was fun. But I'm looking at I'm looking at the. I like Did those. you finish that one all the way through? Yeah. Is it good? Oh, it's good. It's real good, yeah. Because I was interested in that one. I, uh, it's got a weak, I think like the third or fourth installment's kind of weak, but the rest of it's solid gold. Yeah, so. it's good. Upon second uh, look at this, it looks like Fear, or The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, has the one girl that's in season one and two. I can't remember her name. The little girl. The little girl, yeah. yeah, so I could be wrong there. Anyway, uh, also, Halo Wars 2 Ultimate Edition comes out this week. So if you like your Halo and you like your real-time strategy... Halo Wars 2 is the game for you, because it's Halo with real-time strategy. Right. I'd like to uh, suggest that everybody who's interested into, uh, you know, it is February, it's Black History Month. If you're interested in 
hip-hop. If you're interested in the formations of hip-hop, uh, Ed Piscor put out a fantastic graphic novel called Hip-Hop Family Tree. Uh, it's actually printed on like, old-school newsprint. It's hmm. it's fantastic. It just basically chronicles... Is it really like on ash can paper? Yeah. It's, it chronicles uh, like 1975 with uh, DJ Herc all cool the way Herc. up through... Cool Herc. Sorry. Huh? Cool Herc. Cool Herc. Yes. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you. I no, I'm, I'm glad you corrected me on that because the last thing I want to do is get that wrong. But yeah, DJ Cool Herc's on, like, on the first page and then the last mm-hmm. couple of pages is, is uh, the, the introduction of uh, new wave culture and, and the meshing of new wave and hip hop. and It's, uh, it's fantastic. It's and you got to check it out because it's Black History Month. Do yeah. it. It's it's just a, it's just a good way if uh, if you're if you're like me and you're looking for an insight into into uh, you know people that you, you you live with and that you maybe maybe should do yourself a favor of of understanding a culture that's not necessarily part of your everyday routine. Get to know them. I am a it, get to know right. your neighbors. And it's a series. You're this my neighbor, just, Tony. Yeah, yeah. we're getting to know one. each other. Yeah, this is like 1970s through 1981. Yep. Uh, before we go, what you got? I have this for you guys. I bought you each. Copies of oh, awesome. Division. Uh, the vision, division that for the, all of us. Yeah, I I got it for you for Christmas, and then the things happened, and yeah. I forgot to give it to you. This is the one that uh, uh, King wrote that I loved so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's in it's a complete story, one and two. You guys, one and two. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! So, thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. So because because I liked it so much, I wanted you guys to read it. That's real nightmare nice. fuel thank right you. there. This it is, is the best Black History yeah. Month well, ever. Thanks. <laughs> It well, is, well, they're pink, so I don't know. Why Shut up. Oh, okay. Let me have this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, uh, Mr. B, cool. if you would. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> this motherfucker. So, so, hold on. Are we done? We're doing a podcast. We're done. We're, we're finished with the podcast. We're, we're finished? Yeah. Cool. I got this new ham. It's got some wheels on it. <laughs> I was going to ride this bitch home. You look like a douche when you ride that ham. I'm going to uh, kick you over. 